Hello and welcome back to the TTPA, Tatani Talks Pirkei Avos, the year where we talk a Mishnah of Pirkei Avos per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. We are here in Season 6, Chapter 2, Paragraph 8. Here with the Mishnah elucidated with the wonderful commentary and translation from the Book Family Edition. I apologize if there's noise from my co-host. This baby does not want to sleep. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem not getting naps in and not sleeping as much as I wish, even though she's nine months. Maybe there's a sleep regression. Who knows? And sorry about that cup falling. In general, though, let's look at where we're up to. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zake, a fascinating figure and character from Tana- from the Talmud, who is single-handedly responsible, some say, for the continuation of the Torah, moving it to Yavne, especially when the Romans were coming in to try to take over. He was the one that asked for three things to save the Rav Sadok and to save the royal family of uh of the of the lineage and also to save Torah by moving it to Yavne, saving Yavne. But in general, Rav Yochanan Metzake also is involved in the Talmud Yerushalmi in compiling it and also has wonderful things to say. Rav Yochanan Metzake kibul mehilah u'mishamei u'haya omer im lamadet Torah harbe al tachazik tovah le'atzmecha kilekachno tzarta chamisha talmidim hayalol Rav Yochanan Metzake ve'eluhein Rabbi Elazar ben Horkanes Rabbi Shub ben Chananya Rabbi Yossi Akoin Rabbi Shimon ben Esan of Rabbi Elazar ben Arach so we got a lot going on in this Mishnah, much longer than many other different Mishnahs, but let's see if we could still get some translation and some commentary here from the wonderful edition. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakeh received the Torah from Hillel and Shammai. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakeh was one of Hillel and Shammai's later students, Meiri introduction to Avos, and led the Jewish people at the end of the Second Temple era, as Gittin points out in 56b. He used to say, if you have studied much Torah, do not take credit for yourself, since it is for this purpose, for this reason, that you were created. God created man in the first place only so that he would study Torah and perform the commandments. One who has studied much Torah has simply been doing his duty what he's supposed to do and deserves no special praise, just like a bar deserves no praise for paying back his loan. As Rabbeinu Yonah points out, the Gemara in Sukkot 28 notes that Rabbi Yochanan Metzake was an expert in every single aspect of Torah, was therefore quite qualified to speak about someone who has learned much Torah, as Rav points out. Do not take credit. That's why you were go. That's why you were made. The mission goes on to discuss Rabbi Yochanan's five greatest of students. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai had five outstanding students, and they are Rabbi Elazar ben Horkanis, Rabbi Shimon ben Chanani, Rabbi Yossi the Kohen, Rabbi Shimon ben Esano, Rabbi Elazar ben Arach. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai used to list their praises. Their teacher described one particular quality that made each student stand out from the others, as Tiferes Yisrael points out. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zaka listed their praises publicly to show what can be accomplished when a person applies himself and develops his potential, as the Maharam Shik points out. Rabbi Yochanan ben Horkanis is like a pit whose walls are sealed with plaster so that it does not lose a drop of water. It was common to coat the inside of a storage pit with plaster to keep the water from seeping out. The mind of Rabbi Eliezer ben Horkanis was like a sealed pit in that he never forgot a single thing he learned, Rabbi Yonah points out. This was not because he had a photographic memory, but because he worked hard to constantly review his studies, which is something we should do as well. 
about Rabbi Yeshua ben Hanania. He said, Fortunate is the woman who gave birth to him. Rabbi Yeshua ben Hanania had many refined character traits, and everyone who saw him was so impressed by how he acted that they would say, Fortunate is the mother who had such a son. When Rabbi Yeshua's mother was pregnant with him, she would ask the Torah scholars of her town to pray that her child grow up to be a Torah scholar as well. And after he was born, she took his cradle to the study hall so that his ears would be filled with the words of Torah, Ralph points out. Since his mother played such an important role in his character development, she was mentioned in his praises, the Medrash Shmuel points out. Rabbi Yossi the Kohen was a pious person. Rabbi Yossi the Kohen was always careful to go beyond the letter of the law, which is what we should do also in general. If name is sure it's a din, like Ralph points out, if you're going to cook for someone, I always say, don't make one tiny tray of noodles for a family of five, six, seven, eight. That's not going to work. Go above and beyond. Give them a drink. Give them cutlery. Give them plates. Give them a main. Give them a side. Give them a dessert. Give them a drink. Go above and beyond the letter of the law. Since we learned in Mishnah 5, then an unlearned person cannot be pious. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zaka was praising Rabbi Yossi. He's a great Torah scholar as well, as Rabbeinu Bahia points out. Rabbi Shimon Hassan was a sin-fearing person. He was not being praised simply because he was careful not to sin. Rather, he prohibited certain things to himself that were actually permitted in order to create a spiritual fence that kept him away from things that are forbidden, as Rav points out. A Rabbi Elizabeth is like a spring of water that constantly grows stronger, just as a spring is a constant source. A fresh water, Rabbi Eliezer ben Arach, constantly brought fresh approaches and original logic to Torah study. The mission uses the word miskaber, which means overcoming, really, since Rabbi Eliezer ben Arach applied such clear logic to his studies that his mind overcame any difficult topic and mastered it easily, as Rambam commentary points out. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zaka makes two observations about his students. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zaka used to say, if all the sages of Israel were on one pan of a balanced scale, and the Eliezer ben Horkinus would be on the other pan, he would outweigh them all. In his first statement, Rabbi Yochanan ben Zaka looked at which sage had the greatest quantity of Torah knowledge transmitted from previous generations, as Svarno points out. He concluded that this was Rabbi Yochanan ben Horkinus, since he never forgot a single thing he learned, as Rav points out. Abba Shalt says in Rabbi Yochanan ben Zaka's name, if all the sages of Israel would be on one pan of a balanced scale, and, Rab- and even Rabbi Yochanan ben Horkinus was with them, but Rabbi Yochanan ben Arach would be on the other pan, he would outweigh them all. Here Rabbi Yochanan ben Zaka looked at which sage had the sharpest mind that could use logic to verify the details of the Mesorah and deduce new rulings, as Svarna points out, when it came to creative reasoning and original thought, no one was as accomplished as Rabbi Yochanan ben Arach, as Rab points out. So from this Mishnah, we can learn many things. Realize that you were born and made and created to learn Torah, to do Torah, to do mitzvahs and do chasad. Don't pat yourself on the back for doing something you were supposed to do in the first place. You're supposed to give. You're supposed to be generous. You're supposed to do. Don't pat yourself on the back because Hashem put an idea in your mind. No, that's what you're supposed to do with these podcasts. I try to understand that this is what Hashem wants from me. I believe I can't take any credit for myself. It all comes from Hashem. The FLL, it's an idea Hashem had that He put into our minds to lend out those Jewish novels for kids and adults. The Fine Five was an idea Hashem put into our mind to do. This is something we're supposed to do. Giving clothing, giving food, giving money. You should pat yourself on the back for giving tzedakah. It's a mitzvah you're supposed to do to begin with. And you're supposed to go with name sure as a din anyway. There were the five students and each student had something else. Be like a person that didn't forget his learning. Constantly review your stuff. Be someone that people could say, 
wow, that's his mom, that's his dad, that's where he comes from, what a great guy, what a great family. Be someone who's a chassid, a pious, going above and beyond the letter of the law. Don't just cook that one pan of noodles for a family, do more. Be someone who's someone who fears sin and makes spiritual safeguards above and beyond what you're supposed to do to avoid the Avera. Be like someone that keeps learning and has a spring of water that constantly goes stronger. And be like a person that tips the scales in the benefit of the Jewish people, doing good things, doing good, wonderful things that he was in a way that you're learning and you're reviewing and you're doing such things that you could overcome different topics and do mitzvahs and chesed and he could do something that you have logic and a sharp mind to see how to help others and to do good for others and what you could do to make the world a better place. Lots of powerful advice in this Mishnah and all Mishnahs and wonderful Pirkei of us here on the TTPA. Join us next time as we talk about the best path Rabbi Yochanan asks his students what to do here on the TTPA, and I'm your host, Tani.